0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the MedBullets Step 1 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of infections and AIDS found under the microbiology section at MedBullets.com. First, we will discuss bacteria. Mycobacterium avium intracellular is a TB-like disease. It is especially common in CD4 counts less than 50. Bartonella henselae causes bacillary angiomatosis, which is superficial vascular proliferation. Now we will discuss viruses. CMV causes CMV retinitis and pneumonia. It is associated with cotton wool spots on fundoscopic exam in retinitis and Cowdry type A intranuclear inclusion bodies. Epstein-Barr virus is associated with oral hairy leukoplakia and non-Hodgkin lymphoma. HPV is associated with squamous cell carcinoma of the anus or cervix. HHV-8 is associated with Kaposi sarcoma. JC virus is associated with progressive multifocal leukoencephalopathy, also known as PML. This is white matter damage in the CNS and demyelination. Now we will discuss fungi. Histoplasma capsulatum causes histoplasmosis, hepatosplenomegaly, and fever. The disseminated disease is only in immunocompromised patients. Candida albicans causes thrush and esophagitis. This presents as a white plaque on the oral mucosa. Cryptococcus neoformans causes meningitis and encephalitis. It is the most common cause of meningitis in AIDS. Aspergillus fumigatus causes invasive aspergillosis. This is associated with pleuritic pain and hemoptysis. Pneumocystis gyrovici causes pneumonia, also known as PCP. It is especially common in patients with a CD4 count of less than 200. Finally, we will discuss protozoa. Cryptosporidium causes diarrhea, and is associated with acid-fast cysts in the stool. Toxoplasma gondii causes brain abscesses and appears as ring-enhancing lesions. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to infections and AIDS, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 55-year-old male presents to his primary care doctor with several weeks of headaches and low-grade fevers. His medical history is notable for a motor vehicle accident when he was in his 20s that required multiple blood transfusions and three separate courses of antibiotics for pneumonia in the past two years. Review of systems reveals 10-pound weight loss in the last three months. He has notable left-sided weakness while walking into the clinic, and on further exam, he has markedly slurred speech and cervical, axial, and inguinal lymphadenopathy is present. A head CT is ordered and demonstrates ring-enhancing lesions. What is the most likely diagnosis? The answer choices are, choice one, neurocysticercosis, choice two, toxoplasmosis, choice three, progressive multifocal leukoencephalopathy, choice four, lymphoma, choice five, cryptococcosis. The correct answer is choice two, toxoplasmosis. The patient's clinical presentation is consistent with a central nervous system infection with Toxoplasma gondii, likely in the setting of acquired HIV from multiple transfusions. Toxoplasma gondii is a common central nervous system infection in immunocompromised patients that appears as ring-enhancing lesions on MRI. It often presents with several weeks of constitutional symptoms and headaches, in addition to focal findings related to the location of the lesions. It occurs in 3-10% to of HIV-positive patients in the United States and more than 25% of HIV-positive patients in Africa. Standard treatment includes pyrimethamine, sulfadiazine, and folic acid. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1 Neurocysticercosis is caused by CNS infection with tanea solium and typically presents with seizures. Choice 3 PML, which is caused by the JC virus, does not present with ring-enhancing lesions. Choice 4. Central nervous system lymphoma can cause ring-enhancing lesions, but the ring is typically more subtle and fewer lesions are present. Choice 5. Cryptococcus typically causes meningitis or pneumonia, which are not suggested by this presentation. That's all for this review about infections and AIDS. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session from MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we would be thrilled if you would consider leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow right here on the MedBullet Step 1 podcast.